Is there such a thing as a perfect campaign? Could a good news story fall from the stars and be truly magical? Hello, I just wanted to pop in with a bit of an edit note to say that Farzana will be back in another episode. This is just me talking with our guest today. Hello and welcome to Fuse from PRCA, the podcast for marketers, communicators and professionals in public relations. My name's Dan Gold and on today's episode we are looking at possibly one of the most magical campaigns of all time. Now over the decades the marketing, communications and PR industries have been no strangers to the power of media monitoring. But as the democratization of the internet and the evolution of platforms such as Facebook, Twitter and Instagram has meant that social listening has become a critical tool for trend watching and reputational scans, we take a look at what happens when a good news story evolves right in front of a brand's very eyes. Pumalelo Zondi is Head of Brand for Edelman Africa and Global Client Lead. Based in South Africa, he is charged with leading, managing and growing Edelman's brand business across the continent while also helping some of Edelman's global clients expand into multiple markets across Africa and the Middle East. Leading clients such as Unilever, Liberty, Bacardi and the world's largest tea business, Ecoterra, Pumi is using his experience in communication, strategy, marketing, advertising, creative and entrepreneurship to help support Edelman's brand clients across the globe. With an over 22 year track record in communicating and advertising, starting his career at the Juniper Drawing Room, working on the Nike account and then going on to manage clients such as Castle Light, Castle, Edgars, Old Mutual, Holland and Santum Insurance, he has worked at leading advertising agencies such as Ogilvy, Draft, FCB, MNC Saatchi, Abel and Joe Public. It's my honour to welcome you to Fuse. Thank you so much for joining us. No, it's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. So before we talk about the KFC proposal, I read online that you describe yourself as a PR junkie. What is it about the creative brand PR world that brings you the most joy and maybe the greatest challenges? Um, I, I think for me, it's, 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 it's almost like the, the, the channel agnostic nature of PR, right? I come from majority of my, of my career was in advertising, right? So you know, I come from that world where it is, you know, communication is designed specifically uh, for a channel, television, print, radio, um, outdoors. So I think, I think the thing that I've loved um, about making a move into the PR space is, is almost like the limitless nature of, of, of the channels available to communication. So I think that's also potentially the challenge, right? It's, 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 it's you know, we, we can design communication for pretty much anything. Do you ever look at, in your normal, regular, everyday life, do you ever look at what you're consuming as a human being and go, uh, I can't switch off. I, I look at this through such a lens now that it's really hard to separate judgment of campaigns, judgment of communication, and just going, do you know what? I'm just going to enjoy this. Yeah, I, I think I think that that's sometimes a conscious decision you have to make, right? Like, this, I, I love this. So, so you... you now, every piece of communication you see, every campaign you see, um, I mean, human dynamics on their own are just, you know, for me, I'm always studying. I'm always fascinated. 
I think I probably got into this because I I love the study of human behavior. You know, I guess it's like professional people watching. You know, um, and and I, and I love that. So 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 yeah, I think I think I think there is a part where where you get to a place where you need to train your mind to actually switch off from being a communication specialist to just a a human being. You know. It's a challenge at times, let's face it. So talking about watching people, talking about relationships, talking about um, how people interact, um, the KFC proposal, it was a hugely successful campaign, but how did it come to the attention of KFC and Edelman Africa? And for you, what truly made it stand out? Um, That is a lovely question. Um... I think first off, if I think about it, you know, when I go back to it, and even during the time, I struggle to call it a campaign because I think, like, campaign kind of I think assumes pre-planning, right? Um, and 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 I think for me, the thing that makes the, the the case so interesting is 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 kind of its organic nature, right? Um, even when we're in the midst of us, I, I don't think that we had any idea how big it was going to become. Right. Um, and I think, you know, you asked this question of, of, of what do I think made it unique? I think I think what made it unique is that it's it's it's, it's honestly a a, 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 a a human interest story. You know, it's 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 true. Right. It's it's you know, I mean, it, it was a moment in time between two people and, and, it, and, it, and it captured the country. So for me, I think what was interesting is 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 is, is being part of that process. And I think I mean, I mean, think about this, Dan. So. If you look at the actual storyline itself, right? Um, you are, you know, a South African guy. Um, name is Hector. Um, you you are, for all purposes, you know, you're not you're not rich. You, you you're poor. To have to 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 have kind of a simplistic way of looking at it. And um, and and you're in love with your lady, right? Uh, you you want to get married. You want to propose your love. Um, and and and. And if you really think about it, um, you know the best you could do because you have so little is, is is to take it to a, a KFC to propose. Which, let's be honest, from a KFC point of view, it's not the most romantic um, <laughs> place to do that. And I think that was potentially part of what fanned uh, the kind of human interest story. Um, so I think if you look at that, even when I go back and I think about it, it's it's it's, it's you know you kind of kind of get a lump in your throat because it's it's such a it's such a sweet simple story right take it to kfc and and over like a, a box meal you you get on your knees and you propose <laughs> you know what i mean that that that's a that's a hollywood level you know romantic um rom-com story and and i think that's that for me is what is what made it so interesting is, is that is that is that people connected with it because i think we can all see ourselves in it Number one, someone needs to make this into a movie. And if if this isn't a Hallmark movie at some point, I will be disappointed. And secondly, the way in which, as I've read it, that Hector um, went to the team behind the counter and said, hey, I need your help with this, uh, with, with putting the ring in the box. And it's like, I... I admire that there's all the steps of I wish we had done that. I Hector kind of leads us in. He's got another level of being a romantic that many of us aspire to be. So that I think creates that human interest as well. So this happens. Photos were taken and and that creates 
signals online if we want to talk in a in an industry way so public interest starts to peak what was the evaluation process to see whether this was something that was viable to get on the back of or to evaluate risk so i think i think for me the 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 again the reason that i that i kind of always kind of stopped myself from looking at it as a campaign was because you know if if the approach was campaign specific then the questions that you're asking me are very, are very rational and 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 are very good questions but i think but i think for me the 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 nature of this so if you look at the roller so you've got the actual proposal that happens right um and you know if i go back now and remember the detail there was there was someone in the restaurant who took the video, right? That person did not, from what I understand, didn't know, well, actually, we know this because they didn't know Hector. Um, and and they took this video and then they posted it on their social media, right? And and through kind of social listening as, 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 as our team was kind of, um, I guess, looking at what, what, what was happening in, 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 in the social space from a KFC point of view, they, they naturally picked this up. Right. And 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 I think for me, one of the kind of critical points where I guess the campaign begins is is that they chose to do something about it, which is, again, quite a quite an important step. Right. Um, And again, with the campaign space, I think the idea is, you know, you pick that up. You're probably going to want to call a client and ask if you need to do something. But, you know, the team was quite proactive in in actually reaching out to this to this person and going, listen, uh, we just seen this video. We think we think it's lovely. Uh, we represent KFC. Uh, do you mind if we take it and actually post it in our in, 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 in our platform? And I think that was again the kind of second part that actually begins to make this you know a campaignable entity, right? It, is is you move it from kind of like this this individual space into the official KFC uh, platform, and and from there, you, you, you know, we realize that actually this person doesn't even know the couple because we were like, man, we'd like to reach out to them. And actually say, hey, congratulations, and you know, KFC maybe do a little gesture and a gift. Um, so, so, so again, the social team kind of proactively went out and said, hey, South Africa, we've just seen this beautiful moment at a KFC. We don't know uh, who this couple is. We know they're in this region. It happened in this KFC. Does anyone know who they are? Can you help us find them? Right, and that's kind of the thing that begins to get the momentum going. Right, um, and 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 and. And again, what becomes interesting, and I can't remember what this was, but I think this is kind of way it, way it happened from a, a timeline point of view. But at some point, someone made a comment about the fact that, you know, what kind of a man would propose in the KFC, like very kind of, you know, very negative, very judgmental. And and that got the whole of South Africa involved because everybody got upset. You know, they were defending Hector. They were like, who are you to say these things? And I think that kind of continued to kind of fan the fire. Um, and, and, and I think, so the story is, you know, we reach out, we try to find out who the couple are. This person makes the comment. More people get involved, and and eventually we do. You know, someone responds, and we find out who they are. Um, and and we also again had to be quite careful because remember we 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 are again kind of imposing on a on a private moment of two private citizens, right? So um, for me, I think that was always part of the kind of challenge of going. We have to be careful in terms of how 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 we do this. And I think you know KFC themselves were, were incredibly brilliant in and professional in, in, in being very protective of the, the couple and, and, and how we engage with them. And a lot of um, the kind of publications of the story was always, you know, with the approval, you know. So we so we found them. We actually discovered that he was proposing for a second time because he actually couldn't afford 
a wedding before, right? Uh, which is again just makes the story even even more beautiful, right? So so it's like um, we discover the story, we then actually publish it and say, hey, we've just found a couple, and this is their names. Actually, is proposing for the second time because of this, this, and that, and that hits the third phase of the campaign where you know then someone comes in and goes, you know, a very a very a very um, well known wedding planner goes, I'll plan their wedding, <laughs> you know, and then someone else pops in and goes, well, I'll you know, I'll pay for all the food and alcohol. <laughs> you know, someone else pops in and say, no, I'll design, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll design the wedding gown. And then, you know, that, I guess as they say, that's <laughs> that's all she wrote because the whole thing just exploded from that point on. In terms of how um, the the process worked, it's organic. The the brand is very conscious to not be seen to be taking advantage yep. of a situation. Yep. You also have this almost Cinderella's slipper moment of who does this slipper belong to? And then the journalist, it was a journalist, as I recall, said, uh, made the comment about, well, if you can't afford it, dot, dot, dot. And that then strikes as kind of a really mean thing to do. And you nailed it. Society pulled together. It's like this almost fell perfectly and organically into into such ways. And clearly, as, as you've mentioned, KFC and obviously Edelman Africa uh, were very conscious to to protect the couple because they they have every rights to privacy as well. But from a project management perspective, once the social listening is done, um, there were so many moving parts with different brands jumping in, trying to offer this, that, and the other from from banks to jewelers to other fast food, uh, fast uh, service restaurants and chains. Exactly. And they jumped in on this as well in a really supportive manner. How how do you make sure that the offers that are coming through feel genuine or are genuine rather than Joe blogs down the road saying, hey, I've got something just for the exposure? How, how Was there a validation process? Well, that was... That, that's... Um, yeah, so I think... <laughs> <laughs> when I go back to it now, also, also just kind of like um, the, the kind of hairs kind of stand up because the speed at which this thing was going was insane, right? Like the campaign itself from from zero to, you know, the biggest story in the country was, was you know, if I go back, it was probably 24 to 48 hours. So it was, you, you can't, you can't, you can't plan for that speed. I think, I think I remember it was, a, it, was a, it started on a Tuesday afternoon and by Thursday, it was just massive. Right. Um, so, <laughs> so, so you don't, but, uh, but you can't fully plan everything. But I think, but, but I think what really helped is, is, is on, on, on one end, the, 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 the social media team didn't stop because, 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 the, because the public was so engaged on social. Right. And I think that's also one of the other things that really helped us was that the guys were, you know, people would comment, they would comment back as, 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 as KFC. I, I think there's, there's a few people actually online who said whoever's running the social media com- account needs a, <laughs> you know, needs a bonus or an increase because the guys were just so on it, which was, again, I think what, 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 what made the, the, the interaction feel so natural. It, it didn't feel like it was things that we were forcing. We were just talking to people who were talking at us, right? And, and I think that's also one of the kind of, interesting shifts from from the ad spaces and i think i think that the, the true power of 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 of, of, of public relations and, and 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 the kind of social media management space is 
it's almost like you have to create a piece of communication that's incomplete because you have to account for the audience to talk back at you, right? Um, so that kind of engagement was what kind of fueled it. That, 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 that's one part. Um, as, as, as Edelman, and, and, and I don't know if you, if you know, but we offer quite a lot of services. So, so once this started beginning, we activated the PR team from a, from a comms point of view, from communicating with the client, from starting to actually uh, manage the publicity around it. Uh, we activated the crisis team to make sure that whatever happened, we were ready to deal with uh, uh, um, uh, any issues that popped up. Uh, we have that full service. So within the team itself, it became quite a fully integrated team where we activated our full suite of services to actually manage this thing. Um, and that's kind of really how uh, how we kind of slowly planned it out and rolled it out. Um, and, and really, to be honest, we were planning as we go, right? Um, and everyone had a, had a place. The social team was, was holding the, the engagement online. Uh, the PR team was managing the comms, the, 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 the publicity, uh, the, the, gender, the, the newspapers, the stations and all those kind of things. The crisis team was, uh, was, was scenario planning for whatever may happen. Um, but, but I think what was also quite moving is that, as you're saying, the competitors are jumping in, like the whole you know, the whole country is jumping in and, and, and it stops becoming a campaign and competition and it just becomes a beautiful um, uh, 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 love story, which, which, which all of us were, were, were engrossed by, you know? So, so even though the competitors were jumping in, at that moment in time, we were all just um, fully engaged and fully excited and, 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 and pretty much as inclusive as possible because the more people that got involved, the bigger the benefit to the couple, right? Um, and 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 I and I and I can't remember what the numbers were, but um, when 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 we actually started tracking the donations or the the, the interest of donations, uh, because again the KFC team actually put together a, a a a a project management team to almost just track that part because people were just you know so we actually ran actual spreadsheets of who's donated what and who's trying to do what, um, and 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 you have to start that process as you're saying of vetting of who's actually really. Um, 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 you, you know, uh, truthful about their the, 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 uh, the involvement. I think because there were so many eyeballs in it, um, what we found was that people were being authentic. I, I don't think anyone was just trying to to jump in for any free publicity. So, so in the end, um, geez, I, I think it actually became one of the most expensive weddings in the country, just just through sheer amount of of of, of, of support and donations from from the country. You know, just something that really intrigues me is someone who's come from more the advertising side, someone who's dealt with, you know, the pre-planning, the market research, checking the numbers and then, you know, heat mapping left, right and center. How do you um, really look at this as going, OK, this is a, a really different beast. And by its nature, I have to think differently as well. Yep. Yep. Uh, I guess you trust the team. You know, I mean, I think that's the, 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 the that's the simplest part. I think, you know, I think I got lucky um, when I joined the team that I understood that I wasn't because I moved from advertising into a PR firm, right? I understood that I was not a PR specialist, right? So, so uh, I depended a lot on the team, who, in in some cases, you know, because you know, technically the boss, they were more junior. They had way more experience than me in the PR space, right? Um, and and 
And as a result, I needed to kind of fall back and actually um, lean in and watch how this thing unfolded, uh, which was interesting. And again, I think if I go back and I look at it, one of the reasons, you know, I, I was open to shifting over into the PR space from advertising was was I do think there was a time where I was starting to to worry about the limits of 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 kind of like the command and control traditional advertising model, right? Um, and and oddly enough, the KFC experience, the KFC proposed experience, kind of like uh, reaffirmed and proves that, right? In, in in terms of so so I think there was a part of me that was already thinking that in 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 the world of social and the internet and interconnectivity and the speed, um, the command and control model was struggling already, right? Um, and I think moving into the PR space, what it did was it 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 it, it again showcased to me um the, the 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 benefits of of i guess the channel agnostic inagnostic uh, play of pr you know um so yeah so again i mean you 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 adapt and learn i think all of us were were, were, were quite uh caught off guard clients the teams themselves right but again the beauty of of of, of of pr is that we are trained to 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 to, to actually be calm and cool in crisis I think you're right. There's the there's the element of active listening. There's the element of being um, being in that space where you realize that yes, content is king, but conversation has so much power. And unless you're doing something to spark that conversation, you really aren't moving a needle necessarily. Um, whilst every form of communication and marketing and public relations and advertising and out of home all has its place, sometimes thinking differently or very often thinking differently with things that really inspire people through things that really matter to them rather than just trying to service a, a client is where we get into that space of going, okay, so if we do have to think differently, what's going to create the conversation? And then importantly, how can we engage in that conversation to keep it going? Because it cannot be someone drops a comment and that's it. It's that strategy. It's that experience to go, what's that next bit? So, if I may ask this question from your perspective, having been through this and your team of seasoned professionals who also experienced something that was very different, did this then bring an element of of change in thinking or a realization that yes, absolutely right direction, but the timeline that we've ever thought of has gone out the window yep. because it can be that much quicker. It's it's interesting. So I'm going to do a a, a, a a kind of plug of, of, of our Ilman Canada offices because they actually did um, the, 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 the Dove Grey campaign, which actually follows a very similar, <laughs> a kind of very similar structure, right? Social listening, you pick up something, you react, and boom, massive campaign, right? So look, again, I think, I think for me to answer the question, again, because we're sitting in a PR space, which actually majority of the time you are dealing with crisis, there was already an internal understanding of how far things can go uh, with, with, within the media space, right? So, so, so as I'm saying is that I think what did help us is that because we are a PR firm and, and, and a huge part of our services sits in the, the crisis space where, 
where where things can you know can can run away from you relatively quickly. Um, we were, I think, already psychologically in that in that space. So it's like repurposing the tools that you've already got. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So 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 that that ability to adapt at speed. I think already existed within. Uh, I think it already exists within the PR discipline, right? So, 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 I think what it did more than anything was confirm what we kind of already knew, but in a different space, right? Um, that, that's why I'm saying to you, if, if, if you know, if I, if I, if I reference the, the, the Dove work, it literally um, was a kind of a very uh, uh, similar rollout in terms of you pick up something. Um, the, 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 that's a true cultural attention and you do something about it, right? Um, I mean, when I talk about it now, we call it uh, moving at the speed of culture because that's, that's, the, 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 that's critically um, kind of how you have to think about this, you know? I, I think you've, I, I hope you've trademarked that because that's <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Um, right? So <laughs> it's a great idea. So, how have you with your with your colleagues gone okay well actually with this toolbox with this uh, ability to repurpose the crisis playbook mm-hmm. we can now go to other organizations and say look here's yes here's a campaign and this fits here here and here but if there's then community pickup we then activate with the lessons that we've learned part of this learning and part of the adaptation has actually been Applied to how we think about brands, right? Um, so, so, so when we so when we talk to our clients, um, you know, the, 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 there's one um, kind of structure that that we usually talk about, which is what we call what at least I call it that now is 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 kind of what I call the trust gates. Is that in order for you for for, for brands to kind of succeed, um, you need to understand that in order to build trust, there is a certain amount of gates you need to go through in order to increase your potential to build trust with uh, with the end consumer, right? So, you know, gate one is ability. Can you can does the brand do what it promises to do, right? And that's like phase one because the reality of it is that right now in the competitive environment in which we operate in, you know, most brands are kind of good at what they're supposed to do because that's that's your that's your ticket to the game, right? Um, but the second part of it then becomes um, does does the brand reflect the culture in which it operates in, right? And this taps into the space of the speed of culture, right? And we found that when a brand can do that, you kind of increased your 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 your, your trust gains. But the last gate becomes: does that brand positively change the culture in 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 a way that positively impacts society? Once you hit that third gate, you, you, you've you kind of gone through the three gates and therefore increase your potential to, 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 to build trust, right? And, and, and all of these kind of take into account the culture work we do, the trust work we do, uh, the speed of culture work we do, um, the power of, 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 of and the importance of culture in, in, in not only building brand relevance, but, 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 but very culturally relevant pieces of communication, depending on where you are. And with all of that, you've got to obviously remain very, and I hate to use the word authentic because it's it's one of the most misused words, but you have to stick to the values and align with those audiences and make sure that there's not a gap in between as my mouth falls over. So before we, before we depart, I want 
to um firstly for the for everyone to go and look um it's already been in the notes but if you've just hit play on this episode search for hashtag kfc proposal to look at um the campaign as it happened and i have to say we'll put a link into this as well the campaign highlights slash rap video with all of the highlights from edelman africa was just also a great showreel piece of material that i encourage everyone to um, have a look at because in that there are lots of the posts from other brands all coming together and demonstrating that supportiveness um and obviously from our perspective i know it's second anniversary time for them but hector and non clancla um congratulations to you if you ever see this um Pumi, how could people find out more about you get in touch on the socials how could they do that I'm probably terrible in those. I think I think my LinkedIn and my Instagram, um, my full name, Pumela Lozandi, you can pick it up. Um, I, you know, kind of as, as as I'm learning the space, um, I'm trying to kind of invest more in 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 in, <laughs> in I guess being more active um, in that space as well. So uh, LinkedIn, I've tried to 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 showcase um, specifically just some of the ex- in, uh, experiences I'm having. You know, I've been starting to do a lot of uh, thought leadership uh, talks in Africa, so um, mm-hmm. you can find me there. And then, and then I guess my my Instagram is kind of personal, and uh, I just kind of share my life. But mainly the books I read, love to read, um, and that's that. Yeah, so you can find me there. I did look at your Instagram. And the list of books that you have in there, some of the greatest books that any human should read, regardless of interest in communication, marketing, PR, or whatever. Some very inspirational and thought-provoking titles. So we'll put the links in the show notes as well for those. Pumi, thank you so much for joining us here today on Fuse. No, thank you very much. I really appreciate the time. And and, and, um, yeah, thank you for the invite. I, I actually feel privileged to be here. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Fuse. To find more episodes, simply search PRCA Fuse on your favourite podcast app or visit prca.org.uk forward slash fuse for links to video and audio. We have got some incredible episodes on the way very soon and an archive going back to the very start of this podcast. So don't miss out on a single episode. Farzana will be with us very soon on the next episode but until then why don't you go back through the archive there's some excellent episodes 